Welcome to the Greatness of Dads, the God's Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Conway. Daddy, you're the greatest. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the gods. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the greatness of dads, the greatness of dads. Yeah. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the gods. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the gods. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the greatness of dads, the greatness of dads. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, 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 it's your boy Brandon Conway. Welcome back. Episode 11. Listen, I just got finished reading the first chapter of Will Smith's book, Will. And I must say, it prompted me right away to want to talk about what I read. Right. So in chapter one of Will, Will Smith is describing his relationship with his father And he titled the chapter Fear. And what I got from it was that fear drove his relationship that he had with his father. And it wasn't exactly the best relationship in the world. But he did speak highly of what he was able to learn and what he was able to use from what he learned in his everyday life. And... Will described his father as a, you know, disciplined, smart, street smart man um, who knew his way around authority and always wanted to supersede authority. But at the same time, wanted to get he had a hustler's mentality. He wanted to get to it. He wanted to make sure he was a provider. And all these things sound wonderful, right? Um, And some of the lessons he taught Will, um, and one of the main things Will talks about is the wall that his father made him and his brother build. Um, And he told them their focus shouldn't be on the wall, but it should be on the bricks. It should be on laying one brick at a time. That's where their focus should be. And that was one of Will's greatest lessons that he speaks about. But what I wanted to say was, Um, He goes on to describe how his father was abusive to his mother and his mother would not yield to the abuse in a way where she was just going to shut her mouth. Um, He said that she told him, um, yeah, you can hit me, you know, but you'll never be able to hurt me. And Will Will took that as, man, my mom is courageous, as he should. And he goes on to describe what happened with his siblings, what they took from the relationship between their parents. And um, he talked about his sister just shutting down and really wasn't um, communicative of how she felt. And she started to lash out by, you know, doing her own thing, uh, whether that was alcohol and drugs. And then he talked about his brother and how his brother would stand up to his father and told his father at one point, you know, you can spank me, but I will never cry. Similar to what his mom said to him. Right. And he he eventually stopped spanking his brother. And um, all this led to Will feeling very uh, cowardly. And Will always felt like he 
needed uh, his father's approval in a sense and was just a uh, and became this ultimate, you know, pleaser, tried to please his dad in different ways. And um, and I can honestly say that at some point that was me um, with my dad. I had became the kid who was looked at as the bad kid and I would take the I would take the most, uh, you know, I would take the, the lashings that came along with me being a very mischievous child or getting to stuff. And um, I look back and, and I had to assess, like, what was it that I did so bad to deserve some of the butt whoopings that I got? And I, I really couldn't come up with the legit answer to cover, um, you know, to cover up what had been done. Um, now that I look at it, I did not deserve any of those, um, crazy butt whoopings that I received. And, I, and I'm just going to leave it at that crazy butt whoopings. Cause I'm not going to get into details about how bad they used to be, but I will say that, um, I never did anything that deserved those, um, crazy butt whoopings. Um, what I did do was, uh, I would get into stuff just because I was intellectually curious. Now, some of the things were me getting into things that I saw my father doing. And um, ultimately, that led to a conversation about do as I say and not as I do. And in my generation, I believe that we're looking at life like, nah, that's not how we're going to lead. We're not going to lead with words. We're going to lead with action. And um, but anyway, as time went on, I felt like I always yearned for my father's approval based on not getting it when I was a kid. And the only thing that I knew was, yo, my dad's probably going to whoop my butt. Like, just just fear, like Will described. I felt fear, and I didn't feel loved. I felt fear, and I felt like the only thing I could do was to try to be loved, was to try to please my father. And that went on for a while until I realized there was nothing I needed to apologize about. And that in order for me to become a man, I can't sit and wait for another man's affirmation. I can't sit and wait for my dad to finally tap me on my shoulder and say, hey, good job, son. I have to move forward. And I can't drive the way I parent based off of the fear that I had in my father and I can't turn around and try to instill that same fear in my child because I know what it does to a child, especially a young man. Um, he becomes his confidence just gets swallowed and he seeks confidence in everyone instead of from himself and approval from everyone except himself. And so I can see how. That can push someone to go into the entertainment industry and push someone to go into uh, an industry where they're, they're looking for fame because you're looking for ultimate approval. And then the people-pleasing part uh, just comes along with it. You know, trying to make everyone happy, trying to be the savior. And you become, you know, have this, you begin to have this savior's complex. I want to be able to help people because I didn't, I wasn't there to help when I was a kid. I was a coward when I was a kid. I was an unconfident young man. And so we, we, you know, we adapt our lives around it. 
And so I would just say that the first chapter of Will's book, Will, um, really hit home. And um, as I continue to read, there may be more content made surrounding the book, but I just wanted to kind of like share that because I know there's other men out there who also have gone through a period where they may have had to deal with some type of mental or physical abuse or watch their father do things that they didn't agree with and not speak up and felt cowardly about it and felt like they 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 went their whole lives looking for their father's approval and their their pat on the back and never got it and I know that that is very disturbing for us as men and it can disrupt the way that we lead and disrupt the way that we move forward with our lives and I want I want you to know the man listening that you are loved you are respected and you are someone who has a future. And you don't need anyone to tell you you're doing a great job except you. You need to learn how to assert yourself, affirm yourself, speak up for yourself, and move accordingly. And I'm not saying you don't listen to others. Maybe you have a spouse. Maybe you have kids. And yes, they can influence you. But you can't live your life as if they're the ones who are driving your ship. It's time for you to stand up and drive your ship. And it's time for you to decide how great you want to be. Because you are great already. But you can continue greatness and grow greatness. And that is my expectation for you. As the greatness of dads continues... I will always want to motivate you as a father to continue to do the great work. Peace, love, and happiness. May God bless. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the gods. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the gods. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the greatness of dads, the greatness of dads, yeah. Welcome to the greatness of dads, the gods. Welcome to the greatness of dads.